재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Ah yes, favoured by families all over the world This uh, easy Friday night treat, I have to say Graces the dinner table so Certainly true. in my house um, And it could be Danish or Dutch or Swedish or British or Italian But certainly the meatball is much, much loved. And we'd like to celebrate at least the Italian version today. That's right. So taking a look at its history, where did it actually come from? To roll a, a meat into a ball and then, I don't know, steam it, fry it, bake it, barbecue it. There are actually a couple of um, uh, creation stories all across the world about the beginning of these round balls made with meat. But no one is really sure how it first was invented. But uh, these typical large meat malts... Uh, kind of drenched in marinara sauce over spaghetti, supposedly made in the United States by Italian immigrants. So millions of Italian uh, immigra- uh, immigrated to the U.S. from the 19th to 20th century, and most of them landed in the northeast of the United States. That's why we see a lot of them in New York and New Jersey sure. and in those areas. And at this time, uh, they came from the impoverished southern regions of their home country. So with very little money, they couldn't eat, uh, you know, the luxurious food, the the pulpit, which was something luxurious from their hometown. It's a traditional Italian food made with, with breadcrumbs and meat. Well, that wasn't the luxurious. That was the pauper's food, the breadcrumbs oh, and meat. Yeah, this was, this was how you made your food go further, by using the stale bread to make the breadcrumbs. So you got something cheap and nutritious and delicious. I thought that was the luxurious part. They tried to recreate it. No, no, this is a case of them not having enough money. The polpette was the way, to, the way to stretch out their meals. In the same way, in the, in the UK, we would, we would use batter. Mm. You know, we'd, we'd use flour and water and eggs and milk to make something that was really cheap but really filling. Sure. So in this case, they tried to get the cheapest cuts of the meat available. They tried creative new ways to make this meatball look and taste appealing. And they actually um, leaned heavily on the marinara sauce that had come to the United States from Naples. And in order to make their meals more diverse, uh, these cooks began pairing the meatball with spaghetti, which was one of the cheapest noodles around at the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there we have it. It is one of uh, the most famous dishes in the world. And we'll give you some top tips. There are actually some things you should and shouldn't do when making your meatballs. The first is don't mix it with a spoon. When you're ready to mix all your ingredients together, you've got to get your hands in and get them dirty. You see... The light touch of your hands means that all the ingredients can mix together without crushing the meat. If you want to use a spoon, then you're going to overmix it into a paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. not good. You want you want those pieces of meat still fully formed, uh, so you've got a little more texture in your meatball. That's true. And people say that salt doesn't matter, but uh, gotta tell you, it really does. And it's just like any other dish, you know. Meatballs need to be. Seasoned. So, as a rule, you want to take about a teaspoon per pound. That will make it uh, perfectly salted meat. And if you're using like salty cheese, like Parmesan in the mix as well, you want to cut back on the salt. So then again, or else it'll be too salty. And sometimes I like to um, add a little bit of um, uh, salted, well, salted but flavored oil. Okay, well, you should certainly, when you're, when you're rolling the balls, use a little bit of oil because uh, you don't want to roll them with dry hands. Otherwise, the meat will stick to your skin. So if you are using oil, this is a great time to do it. Oily hands mean you only need a light rolling motion to form your balls. Do you really need to, to roll them, though? What do you I mean, mean? I mean, like, uh, well... Of course you roll them. 
Do you it wouldn't ever, be a meatball otherwise. Flat- It'd be a meat blob. <laughs> do you ever flatten them? It's not a meatball, then. It's like, not kalbi. Like a patty or anything? No? Is it that's, just me? No, that's just you. That's not a meatball. <laughs> okay. That's that's something else entirely. It's a hamburger. Okay. Well, then after your meatball uh, mixture is ready, you should always taste it before seasoning some more. So you want to do like a little test patty or a test meatball. Um, and you want to cook it. Figure out what it's missing, what it's too much of, and then you want to add more ground beef or more pork if it's too salty or too flavored or more of the spices and herbs. And then fixing that now means that it's going to taste exactly how you want them to. Yeah, and the other thing is you've got to work out what you're going to fill your meatball with. Is there going to be a little special surprise in the middle? Cheddar cheese? Well, my wife uses raisins. Take it, taking a tip from my mother, actually. She stole it from her. Um, so you get a little bit of sweetness right in the middle of the meatball. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll give you a recipe, though. This time it's not raisins. It's cheese that does go in. It's not cheddar. It's mozzarella. So you want to get a bowl. You want to mix together about 450 grams of uh, ground beef and pork. You want you want about a half and half ratio with four minced cloves of garlics, an egg, a half cup of breadcrumbs, a quarter cup of milk, some parsley, basil, salt, and pepper. If you want to put a little bit of flavoured oil in there, it's up to you. You know, any extra little bits and pieces will work depending on your taste sure some because uh the recipes that i work with need liquid so either an egg yeah yeah in this case there's an egg sure or, or that milk flavored oil or, or milk yeah, really? yeah there's milk in here as well you want to be careful that it's not too wet and then you want to mix it all together with your hands you want to divide the mixture into balls not squash it into patties but hmm. but roll it roll it roll it and uh, it's here when you do that taste test to check if it needs more salt or pepper poke a hole in the center of each ball with your thumb and then insert a little mozzarella then form the meat around the cheese to seal it in, roll it back up and arrange on a pan or a plate. And then, well, you're going to heat them in a large skillet or saucepan over a medium-high heat. Uh, don't overcrowd the pan. It's very important. You want to cook them for about 7 to 10 minutes, rotating them every few minutes until all your ball sides are evenly browned. Then reduce your heat down, pour in your marinara sauce on top of your meatballs, cover and simmer for 15 to 20 minutes uh, until everything's cooked through, and then get your spaghetti on the boil. And you got yourself a delicious, cheesy mozzarella meatball dinner. One time I didn't have bread in the house and I used crackers and I mashed them up. Okay, and how did that work? That turned out pretty good. Um, Okay. Again, more flavor in that because the crackers were like the vegetable crackers. Oh, okay. So you got a particular distinct taste there. Yeah, but it was it was not too bad. I think I think it depends. Everybody's got their own little secret recipe, their own little tip and their own little twist on meatballs. And uh, I have to say, I like roast vegetables with my meatballs. Okay. Instead of just a plain marinara sauce, you roast some eggplants, some peppers, some onions, some garlic in the oven, mix that into your tomato sauce. So you've got meat, you've got the sweet roast vegetables, you've got the spaghetti, you've got a little bit of parmesan on top and i tell you it is a meal fit for a neapolitan king you mean a neapolitan king on a friday chuseok night exactly (laughs) it's also fit for meatloaf here's bad out of hell